Well, welcome back to our regatta reviews. Of course, I'm here with Alan again, who's going to give me the rundown or give us all the rundown from the 2024 Wendery Ballarat JG King Homes Regatta. I hope, I hope you like the way I threw the sponsors in there. I better hit them up for a few. Well, I'm going to start doing that. Okay, yeah. Alan, welcome. Thanks, Guy. In fact, so, I didn't see John King on Saturday, which is probably the first time in a while. Well, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned the sponsors. <laughs> no, I'm always a believer in mentioning sponsors, and this is just sidetracking completely. But the first long course triathlon race I did way back when in the early days, mm. in the early 90s, I think it was, um, the, the sponsor was Campbell's, as it was back then, oh. Campbell's Ardmona up in Shepparton. And so I, even to this day, I still favour the product if I see it oh. on the show. I go, oh, yeah, because right. I'm, I'm a big believer in supporting sponsors. And, um, well, they, they I tell you, money John, John is um, a great sponsor and he's a great rowing coach. He coached those really flash Ballarat Clarendon girls in year 10. Right. And he was the one that first told me about them. So, so, so he's, nice so he's obviously a rower by trade then. Yeah, I guess so. We haven't discussed yeah. that. And, and hence why the involvement in the sponsorship. Yeah, no, he's a really nice guy. Oh, well, enough um, about JG King Homes. We'll, we'll give him a free plug. Um, yeah, so why me... not? <laughs> exactly. I probably, I probably on my um, uh, rowing page didn't give him as much of a plug as I usually do this year. Oh, well. Anyway, as you saw by the photos, the conditions mm. were fabulous. I I know. I was about to say. Well, I don't I don't know if you heard what happened on Sunday for the. Uh, for all the club guys, they got smashed around with 40 uh, an hour winds and uh, we've got single skulls taking 10 minutes to get down. But anyway, let's uh, go back to Saturday. So I did see those photos. I, I think I might have mentioned to you, is that Photoshop? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I just couldn't believe that. You see that about one in 10 times when you go to Ballarat. The morning racing was particularly good. Um, they're on time. So I actually had a chance to have a lunch with some parents, which was good. Excellent. Including a member of the awesome foursome. Oh, yeah. Which Brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I could guess who that would be. Yeah, you could guess who that is. <laughs> um, so we had a marvellous day of catching up with parents and athletes and coaches and what have you. The racing was good, as I said. Yep. Um, I was a bit disturbed to hear, um, we've discussed this before, but as you know, three of our rowing schools have basically gone. Yep. And I heard that another one is teetering. Ooh. A regional school. Oh, so, right. Um, is that because Randall the school is teetering? Is that because hmm? the school is teetering? or is that? No, because, no, no, this is a um, change. <laughs> as usual, it's the executive. Right. So the executive's changed. The head of rowing yeah. has gone. Can't get, can't get staff to attend regattas. So, um, ah. yeah, it's not good. Yeah, um, anyway, it's hard. It is hard. And I understand the administrative side of things when they look at it. If they're not involved in rowing, they look at it and they see the expense and they see all the outgoings and the commitment of time and concerned parents. But I think they miss the point sometimes, yeah, the value that comes out of it. I think they've totally missed the point. But anyway, we're, um, we're, we're slightly biased though, Alan. No, we are slightly biased. But right. I don't think it's been a good year for executives and schools. I noticed that total numbers are down 15, 20%. Didn't spot that till today. I was looking at the Furbank regatta numbers for next week, then went back to Morongo. Yep. And at this Windery Ballarat regatta that we're going to discuss, they're all down about 15, 20%. And that's not because of um, uh, heads of rowing not entering crews, simply because I think the squad sizes are smaller. And I reckon that's cost. Yep. Um, Yep. I reckon that's cost. 
Yeah. And I did think to myself about three, four months ago when I saw some squad sizes from senior, um, senior squad sizes, I beg your pardon, I thought things were a bit off then. And sure yeah. enough, that's happening. Um, because a lot of most of these schools they pass on the cost, don't they, to the parents? Oh, of course so, they do. So all of a sudden you've gone, you know, from your thirty thousand dollar a year uh, fees up to sort of thirty five thousand plus well, if you want to do a bit of rowing. Well, in girls' schools they charge school fee uh, rowing fee separately, so you might yeah. have gone from three and a half to four and a half. Yeah, yeah. And that makes a big difference. And I does. think certainly last year. Head of school girls was 497 entries. I reckon it'll be much less this year. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we shall see. The other thing that um, I did speak to the head of um, um, Shelford um, about that. Uh, well, I, when I say I spoke to him, we passed sort of um, passed by, yep. and um, he was very impressed with that idea. Oh, oh, with the uh, the points. The shield, yeah. Shelford Shield. Yeah, so I'd mentioned it to a couple of parents the previous yep. week. So he, that was Julian Whitehead. He's a nice guy. Yep, yep. And um, and that school's going to go out with a bang, guy. They're going to nationals. Oh, right. Now, on talent and results, you question that. But I think the schools, well, may not be the school, but they've decided to go out with a bang. So they're going to yep. Penrith, which is good on them. Excellent. Excellent. I don't know if you saw on my Facebook uh, yesterday or was today, I, I posted one of my great favourite sayings, obviously not mine. The great saying see. that, you know, hard work beats talent when yeah, talent I saw doesn't that work hard and there's nothing more true than that. So yeah. maybe. And I think that's fabulous. Yeah. But yeah. I just think um, we just have to get that idea of the Sheffield Shield, uh, Sheffield Shield, the Shelford Shield. Well, you know, there's something to, uh, you know, there's a little bit of time to get it off the ground, isn't there? Well, I don't think you necessarily need to get it off the ground for this season. It's just mm. when they're not there next season. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so plenty of time to get yeah, some well, traction. Yeah, and you just... Keep the conversation going and it'll grab, grab some legs. That's that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, now, just just before we do get into the results, very quickly, a noticeable absentee, uh, MLC. Why, why were they not at Ballarat on the weekend? Uh, well... You might remember that Matt Wilson, who used to uh, be head of rowing at Brighton, yep, drove to MLC. Yep. And Matt's, well, let's just say Matt wouldn't have thought that Ballarat's his favourite course. I don't think he rode there terribly often when he was at Brighton. Yep. Um, in fact, I don't think Brighton attended this regatta. Oh, when was the, their last attendance? Maybe 2012 or thereabouts. Yep, so I, I don't think you're going to see MLC row at Ballarat very often, unless sure. it's states, and yep. perhaps not that. Whereas at nationals, um, if you look at MLC, what they're doing at nationals, it's fabulous. Yeah. I mean, those MLC parents must be so excited. I'm just looking at what they've entered at nationals, Guy. Yep. Under 16 double skulls, oh. under 17 double skulls, under 19 double skulls. Um, uh, single skulls. This is MLC. Yeah, yep. Wow. The doyen of conservatism. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Exposing um, themselves. Well, what they're doing is this is this is going to be fabulous for them. So, um, yeah, you may not see them at Ballarat, but um, this is going to be fabulous for their program. It's yeah. like a re- it's like the French Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> God. Well, it, it, I, may, it may not be too much blood on the floor. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, look, I, I hear all of that and I understand that, but I just have this thing and it, and it frustrates me a little bit and I see it a bit from my old school. Um, I've, I've always been of the view, I would rather race and, and put me on a race every day of the week. Forget this training business or focusing on one event. Get out there and race as much as you can and I, I reckon that applies oh. in any sport. And, and I think the kids miss out when you have a, a Saturday where the other schools are up there racing, wouldn't they want to be up there racing? Well, you'd all think the, so. You know, um, surely the kids want to do it. Why don't the coaches just say, yeah. let, let them go? But anyway, well, they know more about it. Some, of, some of it's um, not wanting to tire them out, which I find a bit oh. silly considering oh. yeah. our favourite um, young single sculler is rowing just about everything and she's absolutely brilliant. But if you take if you take um, next week at New South Wales, um, Geelong Grammar, for instance, didn't row at the weekend. Neither did Geelong College, um, and they would have been preparing for Sydney. Loretto Turak and MLC and Wesley all rowed. Um, look, sometimes there's school things on too. I mean, Jim Azano didn't row at the um, Morongo Regatta. Yep. There's Going your main for the juniors, school, yeah. and I know. You know, this week there's one or two missing. Look, I think they they mostly row. Yeah. Sometimes the coaches think, oh, look, I must rest them. I mean, I thought Kerry, Kerry rested this weekend because they rode the Ballarat Regatta, didn't do terribly well, then got the Barwon Regatta. They actually needed a rest probably, psychologically yeah. more than physically. So um, you just never know. No, that's true. That's true. So anyway, let's get to the results. What All any, right. any surprises? So, um... Not so much surprises. As I said, the morning was far more interesting than the afternoon. So in the first eight, we had MGGS start brilliantly, Loretto start slowly. So MGGS is won by four seconds. Uh, and it's seven, seven minutes to 7.04. Um, they're in that top group with MLC. Nothing's changed here since we first talked about this months ago. Yep. St. Catharines did a 7.11, Furbank did a 7.11, and Wesley, who were all over the place, did a 7.17. Right. Long College, remember from that group, didn't row. And then next, the third group, Jen did a 7.31, and Lorison did a 7.33. Geelong Grammar in that group, in my opinion, didn't, you know, didn't row. Caulfield Grammar have been rowing seconds. Um, um, second division, I beg your pardon, and Kerry didn't row. So I don't think anything's changed from that. Yep. Um, that's going to be down to a. It's it's you know it's going to be a three-way battle between those top three big schools, and then who gets in the A final. Yep. So um, I mean I know you look at the results. I'm, if you've got a, a, a different opinion, please say so. Well, I, I can see obviously the wind picked up a bit between uh, the first run through and the second run through. Um, because the times were were substantially yeah. slower, but I noticed you said Wesley all over the place. They did in their oh not their heat the preliminary, they did seven minutes and then they went through in the final and yeah. did seven seventeen. That school's hard to follow. <laughs> Interesting at the last New South Wales regatta, um, St Catherine's New South Wales, which you know is talked about as being the best uh, crew in Australia, at the moment, is six forty one. Right. Um, wow. Pimble ladies, you know, I think it was about a 646, 648 the other day. So when these crews go to New South Wales, we'll yeah. get a better idea for nationals as well. Of course, of course. Um, what do we learn out of that? Not much, except I think, you know, we've been right. I yep. mean, there's no harm in that. No, 
<laughs> no, um, I'd, I'd expect no less too, Alan. Oh, <laughs> um, on the seconds, um, this is pretty easy too. Um, Loretto Turak did a 7.26, MGGS a 7.34. MLC beat Loretto Turak on the Barwon Regatta by 0.24 of a second. That's yeah. a three-way go between the top three. Yep. Um, Geelong College did very well in a 7.37. Um, the Loretto Ballarat crew won't be rowing eights at head of schoolgirls. Um, and the rest, um, you can sort of figure out. Lauriston did well to beat, win the B final from Furbank. Yep. Um, in under 21s, I thought Loretto Turek might beat the Mercantile Composite, but that wasn't the case. I guess when you look at who's in the Mercantile Composite, I should have had a. I mean, it didn't matter. It was. Because there's no under under nineteen events now, all these eight yeah. schools go home at lunchtime, which is really yeah, sad. yeah, that's what so you're saying. Know, last under time, under twenty ones had two two um, entries. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Balling, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So that's really a non-event. That one, the best of the best race of the day. If you go down to event eleven, which is the under twenty one box quad skull. Yes, yes. You had the hot bow and crew. Now, yep. the um, bow. Isn't, wasn't in that crew, okay? The right. last whose initials are AS. Uh, in fact, I introduced AS to an American recruiter later in the day. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and family, obviously. Um, so what's happened here is this has been neck and neck between Barwon and Albert Park College who put their two good um, double skull combinations in that yep. boat. Yep. And as you know, when you put two good small boat combinations or four single scullers in a quad, yeah, often it yeah. clicks. You know yeah, that. Of course. And so that was a great race. Um, yes. uh, and um, Strathcona first were 13 seconds away. Um, Strathy's issue this year is they've got about eight girls all of the same ability. Yep. So they had this about three years ago. So what's going to happen with Strathy is they'll be caught short in division one where they'll probably be b final they'd like to win division two but they'll win divisions but it's like be three to five yeah right yeah right. i mean they've yeah. got seven quads yeah um it's just extraordinary i mean the program is is big but i mean they just don't have that quality up the top end yeah yeah uh to get through um I got. To, I do do a shout out here, Alan. I see uh, Fintner there in fifth place. Yes, actually, the... I, <laughs> I actually had that written down. Oh, Fintner. Well, have a look at Fintner in Division One because I was doing um, under twenty ones in Division One. Look, yeah. Brighton just um, oh, eased yeah. away with that by fifteen seconds because that's mm. one of the top boats. Yeah. Okay. Then you had Strathy. Fintner were only four seconds away. Wow. Yes, they did I've... lose their stroke before Christmas. Their stroke moved schools. Oh, yep. Um, and that was a shame. Oh, for them. For them. Um, and, but that was a disappointment. I mean, if you look at that Q1 fleet there, yep. you've got right there. That's a top. But where's Gippsland Grammar, MGC, Barwon didn't bother rowing that, and Coral didn't bother entering the regatta either. Yeah. So really, that was always a right and benefit. Sure. Uh, Q2 is really interesting because I, I was standing next to the Strathy folk who were wondering why on earth are Halebury rowing, you know, doesn't that yeah, boat row yes. fours? Well, because they row. This is actually the story of the year. Halebury's done and dusted almost. Yeah. These these five girls are absolutely marvellous. They're yeah. going out there and winning these events and they did it again on Saturday. Yeah. And that's... A good, good margin too. Uh, yeah. A couple good of lengths. Margin. 
Yeah. And I just think they're fabulous. They yeah. they don't smile or anything when they come back. But <laughs> they that's I mean, I just hope in their social media, Halibri social media, apart from the their superstars, they actually mention these girls because that's yeah. a fabulous effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's all that's left of them. Yeah. That one crew from the girls on campus. Oh. I just thought that was very impressive. Yeah, no, good on them. Good yeah. to see. It. Good to see. Yeah. Can't say enough about that crew. No. I didn't see, I, I almost saw their medal presentation. I just missed it. I don't know if there were any parents there. I saw a lot of Halibri boys there from the, the boys squad, but um, I just hope, you know, they're all sort of ganging together because they were fabulous. Yeah. In fours, um, Division One was wrecked. I mean, Loretta Ballarat scratched after the eights race in the morning. Yep. Clarendon scratched after the preliminary because their stroke was out because of that bizarre injury uh, I was telling you offline. And um, so what happened was Furbank split eight from the first one easily, as you can see. Yes, I can that's see. That's if you If I've gone too fast, that's event 40. 40. Yep, I've got yeah. it up on the screen. So that one easily yeah. from Jen split eight. Yep. The fascinating thing is, I mean, we're going into the head of the lake, the major Ballarat event, and we yep. haven't seen all the Ballarat crews race. Interestingly here, the fastest Ballarat crew was Ballarat High School. Right. Now, they have sometimes go through little eras where they are fast and very, very good. <laughs> so here they've beaten Ballarat Grammar, which is quite extraordinary. When you go back to the Melbourne head and look at what Ballarat Grammar did at the Melbourne head, yeah. Because Clarendon Scratch and Loretto Ballarat aren't there. These Ballarat schools do not like to travel to Nagambi. Yeah. So the Nagambi Regatta, they may not all be there, which means you might go into the head of the lake this year with the Ballarat schools not having raced each other, which is oh, quite extraordinary. Goes back to what I was saying a moment ago about the kids want to race, surely, but you know. Yeah, I know. No. I just don't get it either. Yeah. But, um, and what was I going to mention? Oh, in the under, oh, I didn't write down the result. The under 21-4 was basically a battle. Oh, I think, Mer yes, Mercantile won yeah. that from what I call the dream boat, which was McNeil, Fury, Harris. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, yeah, that, and then you had the, um, oh, that was Clarendon's effort in the morning. And, uh, that didn't come off for them. That, that event didn't mean terribly much, to be honest. In F2, um, the Clarendon seconds, beat Loretto Ballarat seconds by six seconds. Those Clarendon seconds are really good. Yep. And um, I was told by the mother of the stroke that all of the, I won't mention the name, but um, all of the girls with that name, who you see, um, are all related. They're all cousins. They're all different schools. Oh, right. So you might find that name. It's Catherine's, for yeah. example. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's a fairly famous rowing name. We can, check um, the we can check the entries for that one, can't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't learn that much from that, except Clarendon are good, Loretta Ballarat there. Um, I did write down one comment, Ballarat grammar are really hard to follow, um, all over the place. Um, getting, moving on, double skulls, well this was a very good race, um, Albert Park sort of dominates this. So yep. they've changed their crews around, but the number one Albert Park crew, which is also going to New South Wales next week, won. Then you had this plucky Wrighton crew um, come in second, and Albert Park was third. Yeah. Um, look, uh, whatever happens, Albert Park will medal and had his schoolgirls. Yep. And I suspect will medal high. Um, yeah. You know, I expect them to win. Um, 
you'd have to ask whether those lasses from um, Wright will stay in the double, but it looks likely at this stage. Um, then um, school, I mean, single skulls were sort of mixed between club and um, SS1, which is school girls division one. Yep. In division one, well, the 15 or 16 year old Katie McNeil's just gone bang there and won by 16 seconds. Oof. And she's an intermediate. Right. <laughs> um, I saw Beatrix Hearn, um, the, the last that finished second, on the way home. I don't think she's too worried about Katie competing against us. She's more worried about the other girls. But uh, Beatrix should be a final ahead of school girls, which is nice. She's a lovely family, and uh, her dad's about six foot seventeen. So, oh well, there you go. That, that yeah, helps. Yeah. That helps. <laughs> and um, so that that was an interesting race. And of course, in the morning, um, a certain girl with the name. Uh, Zara Kafuri, which yep. you sort of know, um, she basically won that by 10 seconds from our um, uh, uh, world um, world bronze medalist Lucy Richardson from that pair yeah, of right. Yep, yep. And Is so Lucy actually? really has never rode quads until, oh, not quads, I think. Singles? No, yeah, singles until yep. this year. And yeah, Mia right. Harrison is very good. I met her for the first time at the weekend. So she's only really much started racing singles now. Yeah. And, and going yeah, that well. Yeah. Gee, I would have thought it's more of an acquired taste, the old single, but yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, that's, that's that. Now, I, do, I do often, I do often uh, look at the kids in all the singles now, and I, God, I've said this before here, I, I admire them. I admire their colour. Oh, yeah. Exposing themselves like that to go out in a single. It's a... Uh, yeah. It's bloody, it's bloody daunting at my age, and I've been doing it forever and a day, yeah. let alone these well, kids. I don't know. That's right. Well, I've got guts. I mean, one of the um, lasses um, in SS1 must have capsized for something near the start. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, I was standing near the parents, and, you know, that wasn't good. And um, and um, she, she sh shouldered on. Soldiered on, sorry, not shouldered on, soldiered on. Soldiered on, I knew what you meant. So, yes. <laughs> anyway, she she comes out to do the B final. I'm standing next to that American recruiter. And he said, she's good. And I thought, well, that I must remember to tell her that or her yeah. parents that because yeah. Yeah. she did. She put in a very gutsy effort. Now, yeah. just quickly on the Morongo, I spent a couple of hours looking at those results. Yep. Um, as is the case at Geelong, sometimes things aren't timed. Just to, sorry, just to clarify, Alan, before you go there, the difference between the Ballarat Regatta and the Morongo Regatta. Morongo's juniors yep. and inters and over a thousand. Yep. Okay. Yep. So for the, for those at home who don't really know the difference, oh, the yeah, rowing yeah. parents, the juniors and inters are the younger ones in theory, the and seniors are the open mostly. ones. Yeah. 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 So um, sometimes... So this is important for head of schoolgirls and trying to predict who wins because you need the timing. This is the one course where you actually need to see the times. Yes. Um, because I, I won't tell you my secrets, but I use a little formula to work out and you, you know who's going to win at head of schoolgirls. Oh yeah. And you yeah. might remember last year I had a hundred percent record, which I'm really cocky about yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. anyway, the point was that most of them were time, which is great. In Inters, year 10, the dominant schools were MLC Furbank, Loretto Turak, Ballarat Grammar, who did, oh, actually Furbank and Ballarat Grammar did particularly well for non, uh, look, are you, Furbank's almost a big school again, but really yeah. MLC and Loretto Turak are, and yeah. Albert Park College was the other one. Yep. 
Now, for the schools that row eights, Geelong College and Corfu Grammar were the um, the best performers. Yep. But looking forward to head of schoolgirls, Ballarat Grammar, Furbank, and the you know MLC and Loretto would be looking pretty good. Um, in juniors, it was Loretto Turek, Loretto Ballarat, MLC, and NGGS the best. And um, in in small boats, Horowa did well, winning both of those. Right. Um, and for anybody listening from Corowa, um, and I'm going to a boat naming there this Friday, um, which I think I helped name actually. But oh yes. I think I yes. did name, but I'll say helped name. Um, you've got, and I didn't sort of remember this until I saw the results. There's a there's a lass who um, won the intermediate uh, double on Saturday, who won ahead of schoolgirls last year. Now, at Corowa, no girl ahead of schoolgirls has won two gold medals in their right. history. Because right. I've done, I, I was the one that supplied the school with their like their table of got, uh, medalists at head of schoolgirls. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So the interesting thing there is they go into this head of schoolgirls with three girls who potentially could do that. One in Q1, one in Q3, and particularly this lass in this little doubles event. Oh, <laughs> which wow. Yep. Into doubles. So that's, for the folk out in Glen Iris, that's kind of interesting. I'm not sure whether they'll realise all that, but that's what's happening. Um, Furbank Regatta, there's only a few. This is this coming weekend. Coming weekend, yep. Last year there were about 315 entries this year about 245 which oh, goes yeah. that's way down isn't it yeah and that's that's yeah. my whole bit about down 15 20 percent on squad size yep um new south wales championships it was 1400 it's down to 1366 which is not as significant but no um if you look at the victorian regattas they're mostly down by that 15 20 percent not so much the clubs. The club days are doing much better than the school days. Yep. And that'll be cost. That'll be school fees. Absolutely. It has to be, doesn't it? it the other thing to too, Alan, that may come into play with entries is this new RV rule. And I don't know where it sits with the schools, but what happens now is scratching is $110 a seat. Yeah, so if you don't my daughter up, was telling me that the other day. It's like, you're kidding me. They've just gone from like $110 a crew to $110 a seat. Yeah. So if, you, if your eight doesn't rock up, there's an eight hundred and eighty dollar fine. Yeah, well, she she explained oh, it to me very quickly, but all I realised is you really don't want to scratch anymore. <laughs> that, that's that's right. And um, look, I understand the point of it because no one wants scratchings, but if it restricts your ability to enter and then try and put things together leading up to it, because you know the entries close at midday on the Monday before. Mm. So that's a fair way out. Yeah. Um, and you you know if you're putting stuff together, I know. I mean. You know, our club captain has a hell of a time up until 10 minutes before a race trying to organise who's doing what. Sure. Um, but if you're trying to, you know, put in entries and you've got that risk over your shoulder of 110 bucks, I can't imagine the administrators of the school would be too happy if you came back with a few thousand dollars uh, of, of fines over a weekend. So, uh, look, I don't know if, if I've got this correct, um, but, but Rowing Victoria really need to have a look at that one. I'm not going to get political on here. But it's just, it's just not, that's not in the whole point of getting people out racing it's it's quite the opposite it could be it well, could be a legitimate deterrent maybe their view is to stop entry, not so much in the club side but maybe yeah. on the school side to stop people thinking oh it's going to be one degree too hot i'm just oh. going to scratch the entire squad no yeah yeah and i mean 
um, and you're probably noticing it. Yes. Yeah. Schools, there's there's not as many scratchings, which I actually like. I, yeah. don't, I don't like scratchings. No, uh, no. Unless, no. unless, you know, obviously Gil can be injured or sick or something. Oh, yeah, the things happen, obviously. Just then... a director of rowing saying, oh, we just want... I mean, I, I can remember a few years ago, one school copped about $6,000 worth of scratching fees. Oh, wow. Because they were disorganised and they had all these girls in the order who, in two events at one time, yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's, I know, poor, just, that's poor management. Though, that, well, that's, that was a period when that particular school was going through a notorious period of poor management. Oh, right. But I, I think one of the umpires was telling me they broke the record or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the record you want, is it? No, it's not the record you want. So, so when, uh, so regardless of that one, when are we really next on? The main thing coming up will be Rutherglen, I suppose. No, rather, Glenn, my God, what am I? I just have that stuck in my head. Nagambi. You're just dreaming. I, I know, I'm just dreaming. I meant <laughs> Nagambi, obviously. Yeah, um, well, what I'm doing is, I because I always go to the Furbank Regatta. Yep. Um, there are too many quad events, and I get a bit bored in the afternoon. After you've seen about 150 quad events, it gets a bit... Uh, but but because, because now I have that link with Furbank, as yep. you know, yep. um, it'll be fun, and... Um, so I go down there uh, and I keep an eye on New South Wales. So we won't do this next week because we don't yeah. need to report on Furbank, really. And then Nagambi, yeah. You, you say that in the kindest way possible. Well, course. I don't think we need... I think the best way to examine a junior intermediate regatta on the Barwon is, yep. as I did on Sunday morning, you sit down for two hours, you write out on columns the places and you write the heat, the heat time and the finals time. And yeah. you prepare that for your head of schoolgirls analysis. That's what I did. I, I don't know how you can cover all that off the juniors and inters. It's just far too. It's just so well, many. it's actually <laughs> it's actually not too hard, and um, and I actually think this year, I don't think I'll get a hundred percent this year. But I think you know I'm usually 80, 85. Yep. And I've I've refined a lot of the stuff I do that I, I've saved a lot of time here and there. So that's yep. good. Fine tuning it. Forward again, it's a shame right. there's not TAB odds on that, isn't there? You could uh, take your eighty five percent success. You know, I have to tell you, I had I had a I had a bet with uh, a mother from uh, who uh, from one school. Now, just to clarify, Alan, we don't, of course, condone gambling on this. No, show. no, we don't. Guy, it was a ten cent bet. Ah, oh, look, okay, by the time, the principle. by the time no, no. we actually reached the. Uh, fruition of this bet the um the 10 cent piece may no longer be in circulation <laughs> yeah that's right but yeah, yeah. the bet was that she thought her particular daughter's boat would finish higher than i thought so that's right. the bet oh okay yeah. and did you win well no we won't know till head of school girls oh it's not to head of school girls yeah, so yeah. It's sort of a it's sort of a bet you hope you lose, isn't it? In a way, because uh, you don't want to be. I told you so, and her daughter doesn't do it. Oh no! no. <laughs> the problem I have at this time of the year, I start to get a bit cocky, and yeah. I've got to remember, um, parents parents are all having a good time, but they start to get very tense. Yep. And you've just got to read the room sometimes and know when to chat and when not to. So, yep. you know what it's like. I do. Oh, I mean that that lady was fun, and we were just having a bit of a gag. Bit of a laugh. Uh, yeah, of course. It's all we, part I of said, I said to her, "I bet you ten cents you're wrong." <laughs> <laughs> so that's all right. Yep, that's all right. It's we all might double it at the next regatta. Speaking of uh, speaking of money, do you know anything about this set in the Gamby? They've got this prize money up for grabs, fifty grand prize money. Have you heard What's of this? That for? 
Uh, it's it's over four events: the uh, single male and female, and the uh, pair male and female. Um, prize money per seat: first place five thousand oh, no. dollars. Second place twelve fifty. Oh. Not bad, is it? No. A few bucks up for grabs. I don't know who's. It, it doesn't even say who's sponsoring it here, but I. The, the Nagambi Gold, they're calling it. Oh, I haven't looked at that yet. Yeah, I don't know. Did you I don't know, know um, apparently that um, that walkway is up and running? You it is. I, I actually ran across it um, Oh, did you? Ago. Yeah. Does it go right into town? Yeah, yep, yep. It sort of links all together. So um, is it wide enough for people to walk along as oh, well as bike? Well, yes. They'd want to be keeping their eyes on what they're doing on riding. But I stupidly... So it's I, it's I, wider I, than the footbridge at Geelong? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a reasonable size. Isn't that great? Um, you can just fantastic. ride into, ride into the. Um, you know, well, the as, you, as you probably, uh, as you probably know, I often go for a run between races while I'm uh, running the game. Yeah. I go for it, and I run down that damn dusty old highway. And I got into town. And I turned around. And I started coming back. Hang on a sec. This thing's finished. And oh, I you saw, yeah. had a nice run along, along the. Uh, yeah, it's fabulous. Side. Yeah. No, it's yeah. great. It's great. Oh, Very good. good. Very All good. right. Anyway, look, that's probably enough for now, isn't it? We'll, uh, we'll finish. And hopefully up. we have a surprise for our listeners next I, time. Hopefully we'll have a surprise. We will definitely uh, work on that, and I'll uh, make sure we do have a surprise in a fortnight's time when we cover the Nagambi Regatta, which is on the 17th of February. So um, we'll stay tuned for that one. Um, you'll probably be keeping a close eye on what's happening in New South Wales too. Alan, I will be. I the... think that'll be live streamed. Yeah, I imagine it will. The live stream, uh, the live stream at Ballarat, I think only came on after lunch on Saturday. Right. right. But I, ha- I looked today at the New South Wales website, and it doesn't say anything about live stream. But I looked. I, at my I've just no, I've just found it. I've just gone to the rowing manager, the New South Wales rowing manager. I've it's gone there. To the New South Wales, the the state championships link, uh, and there is a live stream Friday, Saturday, and uh, that wasn't either this week. Well, that's yep. good. Well, so that's it's fabulous. all sitting there on on the links. It's on YouTube and uh, that'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. No, there'll be some events worth watching there. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right, great. Well, thanks very much, Alan, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up in a fortnight with uh, with a bit of a surprise, a special guest, maybe. Oh! Maybe. Maybe. Well, we will see. We this is your see. podcast, mate. It's uh, <laughs> you're in control. Well, that's one word for it. Okay. Thanks see again you for joining me, Alan. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.